Welcome to Deep Dive, Welcome round three. back to the Deep Dive, round We're three. We're, on. We're starting to see a little bit more from each of the teams, mate. How are you this weekend? Doing very well, my friend. We are into the Deep Dive cave. We just watched uh, the end. We watched two games today, so we watched a fair bit of the Hawthorne North game and a bit of the busted ass friend in WA. It's a bit of yeah, a struggle town. we'll talk about it uh, in the... <laughs> a long way away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a long way away. But busted ass is one way of looking at it. But it wasn't great. No, really, overall, no. The, the the weekend of football, skill-wise for me personally, wasn't that great. There were some good games, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, and obviously, teams and players, coaches alike, are still getting used to the interpretations of the new rules, which tend to be differing depending on who the umpires are on the given game. Yeah, so I think... We, so this this will be the full review where we'll run through all the games of round three. Uh, in the preview, there's definitely a, a fair bit I want to discuss um, leading into the, the Beyond the Game uh, episode, which we will do at 7.30 on a Wednesday night, as usual, on the Beyond the Game TV Facebook page. Uh, I, think, I think we need to really lead with uh, umpiring and... And how the game is being officialed at this stage, and and how it's affecting the game, and, and what's going on. I I think it's 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 pretty cooked, but it, it is. Yeah. But just before we go there, we better give a shout out to our mates, Hopster Home, Always. who sponsor our show here. We're enjoying a very new delivery, and yep, we've got uh, Rusty Hop from Dayton Brewery down in Caram, southeast area, southeast of Melbourne. It's delicious little New Zealand IPA. Hopster Home, uh, yeah. craft beer delivery service. Massive thanks to Hopster Home, Hopster Home craft beer delivery service, big sponsor of ours back on for 2019, hopsterhome.com.au. Check them out, craft beer delivered fresh to your door, cans uh, basically made immediately and then gathered into these packs and then sent out to your home. That is uh, how they operate and it's Absolutely. Uh, efficient. Very efficient, uh, fresh Not craft like the Saints, beer. Basically, yeah. Yes, fresh craft beer straight off the off the rack. Yeah, um, bit like mummy. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. The, well, that's true. But maybe the Saints could probably go down to Hobbs Home and see the efficiency that that, that they have they going inside the, fifty. It was yeah. just around the corner from their training. Well, facilities. when they were, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, pop down there and see. You know, we have this, and then we could goals. We don't just bring it inside fifty. We start and, and, with and, the raw ingredients, and we yeah. have this amazing fresh end product. Beer. Yeah, end product that wins awards. Yeah, it's not so, Billings, and then out in the fall. It's, no, no. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, thanks. So they've been yes back on board again this year. And if you uh, use the um, code, code. Yep. AFL Deep Dive, you will get $25 off your first order with at Hopstone. So that's very good value indeed. Great the pricing is amazing anyway. So get on to that and share it with your mates. Well, you're getting craft beer basically way cheaper than the bottle price at that point, When you, particularly with the $25 off. It's already very competitive, but then on top of it, you're getting even cheaper and delivery. So, and you can't, it's very difficult to get beer that fresh at, at bottle shops. So you, you're really getting it all, all tied in. So massive selection across Australia, of a, a great range of beers as well. It's not all pale ales, not all IPAs, not all stouts. It's a really nice range. So, And as we're experiencing tonight, oh, something from New Zealand as we're well. On it. Yeah, old mate don't. So, well, it's not from New Zealand, but it's a New Zealand style of beer. It is, yeah. They're doing it old mate there. Dayton so, is Australian. Uh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> bit of confusion, just like uh, St Kilda's game. Yeah, a bit, bit like the yeah. Saints today. Uh, so anyway, big. So that's 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 the uh, old mate hops to home. Uh, old mate beyond the game as we always do Wednesday nights at seven thirty. But this is all about running through rounds 
and, three. Well, three, and but also giving a big sort of run through the round that is that has been. Um, we've been doing the rounds uh, on the Wednesday night. We're going to sort of do uh, as best as we can to try and get it as early as we can to you. Um, a few people have sort of said there's, it's a bit hard to kind of listen to both you know, deep diving sort of once round the next When the round. game's already started. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much in the middle of the game. So we are going to attempt to try and get this out to you as soon as possible. Um, and that was good fun, sort of watching the back end of the Sunday games and then, and then recording. So yeah, we, absolutely. we will attempt to do this. But um, let's bang into the rounds now. So first game, uh, Adelaide v. Uh, Cats. 75-99-10-15-14-15. Cats by 24 points. Great game on the Thursday night. I think Thursday nights have definitely been a winner. Another amazing game on a Thursday night. An absolute cracker, I thought. Uh, what do we think? So, I, I personally, I, I really enjoyed this game from start to finish. I've got a lot to say. Yeah, I really enjoyed you this game. You watched this as well? Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed this game as well. I thought uh, we really saw the quality of the Cats. And Dale, if, if you weren't convinced after the first two rounds, surely you've got to be convinced after these... Uh, the third round that the Cats are legitimate finals and potentially um, grand final premiership uh, caliber. When you look at this, yeah. some of the players they've still got to um, bring back. Tui's still out and uh, Cogtoo's still out. So they've got some great players still to bring into this side. And then to go over to Adelaide Oval, I guess one of the maybe two or three teams that do play Adelaide well over there. Uh, they just had a little bit more polish and class, especially on the outside and through the centre and got over the top of a really good uh, performance from the Crows. I, I was super impressed with the Crows. I think they're just taking a little bit, uh, bit of time to gel. Obviously, uh, Eddie Betts doesn't look like he's fully fit or, or fully conditioned. I mean, he hasn't got that spark that he has had in the last few years, but they still look like they're going to be thereabouts as well. So I think it was a high-quality high game, which yeah. was nice to see for the round. Yeah, look, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, there's definitely some issues within the, the Crows game, which we will get into. Um, although Atkins' first goal was really good, great pressure. You know, from the Cats uh, early on, um, Kelly is just a complete freak. That that became pretty obvious, you know, right from sort of midway through last year, but he's continued right into this year. Uh, Cats' tackle pressure was amazing. Um, uh, the Crows, uh, old mate Jones looks really good. I think oh, I was really excited by a whole range of elements in this game. Uh, Clark, great goal. Uh, another, you know, great cat. Again, this is the thing. I mean, it's hard. So we'll, we'll start with the winners. Uh, I, I was super excited. Obviously, again, the Cats' kids uh, were, were fantastic. And oh. you, you can't not look at Myers. I mean, he was just, like, so uh, you, unbelievable. Like, yeah, and if you didn't hear the commentators... Cold hero. Cold hero already, yeah. He's uh, Delhouse, even though Delhouse is there as well, Fulham, uh, with, the, with the dreadlocks. Yeah. Has always played forward since junior days, right through his uh, old, uh, um, career up until AFL yeah. in under-19s and with school. So he just knows where the goals are. And if you saw this game, you know what we're talking about. All three of his goals were uh, pretty special goals. They weren't just set shots no. from in front. They were a, a bit of elusiveness uh, and just really good goal sense. So, yeah, they're looking really, really good. Um, again, um, I've forgotten their recruiting manager at Geelong. Wells. But Wells, unbelievable. He has just pick these players from sort of nowhere. They just know what's going on down down in the Geelong region. And, yeah, look, Myers is good. I think the recruiting of Gary Rowan and Dalhouse has worked really well so yeah, far as well. Yeah, yeah. 
So they're just gelling really, really nicely. Ablett moving forward, looks good. Just allows that next tier of midfielders. Menegola's looked really good. Duncan's looked really good. Um, this extra responsibility that's been given to those players and then those young players like you're talking about, Constable, Parfat, they're, they're, they're loving that opportunity yeah. in the middle as well, along with Kelly. I think the thing that's super exciting is that this, this idea of let's play the kids on ball and, and really get them in the centre of the engine and then play these, you know, elite players in Ablett and Dangerfield and all these guys, you know, further on the outside and, and it's completely worked. Like, at that, so far, it looks pretty good. Oh, like, a, as a strategy leading into the, into the you know, 19 season, obviously we're only going into round four now, but, I mean, they look bloody good so far. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and it, this, this I, I mean, you have to back it so far. I mean, you know, Constable and Myers and a lot of these guys have, have completely delivered. So it, it's exciting. For, yeah, for me, it's really refreshing <clears throat> to see... Uh, how skillful Joel Selwood really is. Yeah. Like having to always go in and under and win that hard ball, the those monstrous 20-meter handballs on song, right in, right in the bread basket of running players yeah. to set up forward thrust. I reckon it happened three or four times. was well, just yeah. phenomenal. So, yeah, really, really good to see. Just a very different dynamic for, for um, the Cats this year and very unpredictable as well. Well, Adelaide, I think, defended Dangerfield really poorly, but at the same time, I mean, he he basically was the outside mid. Like, I mean, they they set up in a point where Dangerfield was pretty much the the outside clearance player, and it, oh, it was super exciting to see. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they look incredible. I mean, it, it is super exciting, and as you said, the recruits look really good as well. I mean, look, I I don't think for me that the big challenge that the Crows have is is their scoring power. I mean, like, as you said, uh, Eddie Betts, he, he looks cooked. He looks nowhere near the player that he was um, over the last... You know, he's been, he was a player that was kicking 60 goals a season. He looks nowhere near that at all. Definitely doesn't look as damaging. Uh, not, not even close. And then Walker looked completely cooked again. Uh, one goal, one. Uh, Jenkins kicked the ball out in the full. Uh, he, he looks just... Um, yeah, pretty average at this level, and you know, again, one goal, one. So I think that that's the major concern for me. Um, you know, Lynch was okay, two goals, three. You know, Sloan really tried. You know, one, two, and twenty six. But yeah, I mean, that's the big concern is their ability to score. Yeah. You know, when there's a shootout and when it really starts to, and that, that's look, the game is designed to be, and this we'll get into this in the preview, I think, given around you know how the six 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 is really starting to. You know, impact on on games and, and and upon the the game overall. I think that's something that'll be worth discussing in the preview. But right now, I mean, yeah, it, it's concerning that you know they they really tried their heart out and they got to seventy five. Like they really pushed as yeah, hard as they could, and they got nowhere near a hundred. Let's see, so, two years ago, what was it? Two seasons ago, they were averaging a hundred and eight or one hundred and ten points well, a game in that year that they made the grand final. Yeah, and I teams just, need to come up with a, a, a look. The big thing for me is, and we'll get into this in the preview, but the big thing for me is, you know, teams need to figure out. I think some of these teams, particularly in some of the mid tier uh, of the league, I think some of these guys need to figure out how they're going to lock down games because you can't. You know, put put it into perspective. So, you know, you look, Melbourne had a bit of a rush trying to, you know, take the lead back in the back end of the game. If that was last year, Essendon would have put men behind the ball. Now, the reality is you can't do that anymore with the 666. So it's going to be really fascinating to see. But, you know, Adelaide aren't even kicking 
enough of a score to a point where they can hold it and then switch. Switch, yeah, exactly right. So it, it's concerning. And with that forward line the way it is at the moment, not firing at all cylinders, um, and I know it sounds silly initially, but I would be considering uh, bringing Tex up onto a wing. The, don't, they don't yeah. need to worry about the run and carry from the wing because they're going to get it through the, the mids with the Couch Brothers um, getting the feet out from Sloan. But he's such a, an elite field kicker that to get it in his hands halfway... Well, that's where he's getting most of his possessions throughout the game anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then that just opens up a little more. You've got uh, Lynch and Jenkins as your two big keys there and then allow the smaller guys and give Betts a little bit of room to, to, to move in. I don't know. It's just worth considering, I think, because... Walker does read the play well. He's obviously not having a massive impact on the scoreboard, so get him into a position up the field where he can influence the game a little bit. He's great both left and right, and I reckon that might just help their forwards uh, just find a bit of space and put some scoreboard pressure on moving forward. But all credit to um, Geelong. Again, they've defensive setup was unbelievable, and to, to restrict a team like the Crows to 75 points is just... Testament to to what um, Scotty's um, put on on the field, and the players have obviously responded really well, and they stick to that structure. The Cats look also. There's a few things I want to raise. So the Cats look so much faster than last year as well. Yeah, like I think yes. this is something that we need to discuss. And now that it's been a few weeks, and this is sort of hard now in terms of the review because there's there's a lot kind of feels like the knowledge of where we're at of this season has really kind of come in. Like I I, I came in with probably twice as many notes this week as I did over the last two weeks because there's mm. just so much more to kind of draw upon draw now. On, yeah. And it's not just like, I'm not just writing kind of like random bits and pieces. It's like, okay, this is clearly an issue with this team. Well, this is clearly an advantage of this team. So I think, yeah, that, that that's that's definitely fascinating. I mean, the, the Cats play that fat side winger. So in terms of the fat side of the ground, so the wider part of the ground, I mean, that the, the way they play Duncan now as that, fat side of the ground winger make is such a great support for defense. So if it, if it ever gets out of control, they spread in and then use him to carry out. I yeah. mean, it, it's just, he, he's, he's, it's, it's, in, it means that with, with these kids performing so well is that so many of their role players and their top players can do all these other things. It, yeah. It's, it's why yeah, he, it's incredible. Yeah, Mitch Duncan and Menegola are yeah. the two players for me that have been in the system for a while at the Cats that have really, really um, flourished in this a new structure that's been set up for, internally yeah. by the Cats, but also the new rule changes that allows them to play, I guess, a bit more of a natural role for them, which is a, a link-up role-playing role rather than having to be the um, sort of su- technical support crew to the big three. They don't yeah. need to be... If someone's not in the midfield, they've got to go in there and win the hard ball. It's not their, their style of play. No. And, yeah, it's just looking... I think everyone's very happy down at the uh, Catter at the moment. Well, the Crows are a really high-marking team as well, and the Cats completely restricted that. And something else I also wanted to raise too was Stanley has really figured out how to read Dangerfield's setups as well. Like I think I think that combination now of Stanley and Dangerfield has become a serious combo. And Stanley's become a much better uh, field ruckman as well. Yep. He, he reads cool. the play really well. He, yep. he can... He, He's an elite runner as well. Uh, I think a lot of people forget that he's probably up in their top five or six runners uh, or something like that. I might be a bit wrong. He might not be that far. But yeah. he, he showed on the weekend that he can get uh, forward and back 
and help out his teammates a lot. So, but you're right. I did notice he in his touch, his tap work is just that little much, a yeah. little bit better. And you only need to be probably three or five percent better in your tap work that makes a massive difference to your midfielders because you put it in front of them, directional to their right, or, yeah, yeah. Front, right or to their right or the left, whatever. Just that giving is. Dangerfield enough space to run into it. I think the hard part of tapping to Dangerfield is that he's so fast. fast. You almost need to tap a meter and a half in front of where he'd be going for it yeah. because he's so quick. So and who, because he knows he wants to get off so fast yeah. off the ground. So, so yeah. whoever the ruck coach is down there that's been spending some time with him. And we said in the preseason that we thought... Well, he, he looks Ottens is there, yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So quality ruck yeah. um, down there. And he, he he's um, just obviously come into this season going, oh, I'm going to be the number one ruck for the Cats. And I, I can't see him. It's been yeah. yeah, it's been really, really good. Um, I think, yeah, a few other things. I mean, obviously it helps with the Cats having Harry Taylor in completely great form as well, that he's probably been in the best form for some time. Um, you know, Stewart looks fantastic. Can you believe they've got Tui to come back as well? It's, it's, it, yeah, their back line looks amazing. We, Scott we, we, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we could talk half an hour about how good that looks. Um, the, the other thing too is, I mean, you know, even Rowan, obviously very Sydney style. His numbers uh, don't look amazing on paper, but, you know, clutch goal, um, that was very exciting. You know, Kelly, it looks like Kelly is, is going to be injured. It uh, looks like he's going to have a few, you know... It'll be interesting to see how bad that yeah, injury is. Well, so right now, so we're recording this on Sunday night, so we don't know the extent of some of these injuries, but, you know, it is what it is. The problem is if we do the review, then, you know, we, we know, but you guys don't have time to sort of, you know, listen to it and back and forth. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we, we don't know that, but that, that could obviously be an issue up going. But looking at the game, I mean, yeah, uh, look... Myers to get him a pick 57 is just completely stupid, as you said. So, yeah, I mean, look, you know, they definitely miss Duda a little bit as well. Um, I don't know. I mean, look, the Crows, I, I had the Crows really high up this year, and it, yeah, it's definitely starting to become a bit of a concern. I, I don't see them being a team that's going to go deep this year, I'll be honest. Like, looking... I know it's only three weeks in, but at this stage, I, I, there's some alarm bells. Yeah, look, I'm a bit the same. I had them quite high up at the start of the year, and I thought they'd go deep. I yeah. think they're still finals contenders. Yeah. Uh, and again, yeah, it's only three weeks in, so still a lot to learn. And I, I, I think once they realise what game plan works best for them and they've got a backup plan I, I think they become a little bit dang, dangerous to a number of teams my concern is though they don't have that outside pace that a lot of the top yeah. teams have at the moment so they could get exposed if they uh, overuse the ball or um, cough it up and, and get exposed on the on the return so yeah look, they've got enough quality players to worry most teams but at this stage, yeah, the bottom part of the eight or, or missing out. I know it's early days. We don't need to talk about finals too much. But they, they need to work on a lot of stuff. I think that Geelong showed that they really knew the game plan of Adelaide and exposed them with that, with their pace. And as you just mentioned, um, geez, I forgot what I was talking about. Around... Uh, um, yeah, no, Stanley, yeah. Stanley, 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 Stanley yeah. being able to uh, give uh, first use to his midfield, in particular Dangerfield, that with this six 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 rule, that just gives the that that team whoever can uh, get the hit out to advantage a huge huge advantage. As we saw, Dangerfield, what was it? Within five seconds, burst from the center in yeah. the third or fourth quarter, yeah. kicked kick goal third, on the run. Think, yeah. yeah, so that, if you can do that two or three times throughout the game, 
at those two or three goals. And that's the only way you can goals, too. Yeah. 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 On the run. No, no set no shots. Set no set shots from 10 minutes. His only bro- problem is set shots. Only, yeah. It's his only downside. He kicks out the four, basically. Yeah. Can't, even, can't even get, no, <laughs> exactly can't right. even get a point. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, really looking forward to some of the games that are coming out for the Cats and Blockbusters just to see where they're at and whether they can sustain this type of um, free-flowing game or whether... A coach, wow. coach works out how to put they, the claims they mean, on pl- They've barely played at the Cattery this year yet. I mean, this is the thing. They've got so many games at home. Like, they they look oh, they're, good. They're, yeah, they're going to play finals. So I think they're going to have enough wins in their belt before they get, I think, what is it, five out of the last eight games at the Cattery or something, something like that. Yeah. Something ridiculous, yeah. yeah. So, no, they look really good. And the Crows look okay. They're just, yeah, some signs there that they need to work on certain areas. If they want to be um, thereabouts, come the end of the year. Cats won contested by thirty three as well. Like it wasn't even close in that regard. Uh, inside fifties, fifty three to the Crows and forty nine to the Cats. But they were just so much more efficient. Cats looked really efficient this year, and obviously we spoke last week against Melbourne. They looked so efficient. Yep. Uh, the Cats this week forty nine inside fifties at fifty nine percent versus the Crows went in there fifty three times, but at forty seven percent. Yeah. So you, so it's just, you can keep doing, doing that more with your shots, yeah. yeah. And that's Taking the advantage of it when you're moving forward. And that seems to be the uh, the nucleus for winning games regardless of who you're playing this year. That's it. And, and you know, Crows obviously weigh more tackles inside 50-11 to 3, but they were having to defend so much more. All so the time, yeah. It is what it is. Which is interesting because then they weren't doing anything after that. The, the they, cats they, seem missed, to they missed some serious shots, though. Like, I know, I know the Cats ended up with 14-15, but, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, yeah. But they missed a couple of cities as well. But the Crows missed some ridiculous ones. They did. Anyway, we'll keep moving uh, into the Ds. 112 to the Dons. 130. Uh, 112, 130. 8, 4. Uh, sorry, 18, 4 to 2010. Ridiculously high scoring game. Yep. Bomb by 18 points. Uh, is this the end for the Ds for 2019? It, it, let, let's be honest. Like, there's... I know this is a, a kind of, you know, not so much a review discussion, but this, you know, we've got to talk about this to some degree. What is happening? Yeah, look, I'm not I'm not game enough to say this is the end of Melbourne. I still think they've got a fairly good list. I mean, they've got some ridiculous players um, on their injury list to come back yet, and they're just missing. It's only a, probably five, five, yeah, yeah. 5%, 5% turnaround in a, a, disposal efficient, a disposal efficiency, I think, will go a long way to helping their woes. But more importantly, um, just figuring out how to deliver it into their forward 50 again. Yeah. I mean, right. obviously, the scoreboard, uh, much better looking 18-4 uh, rather than 4-18 or something like that. And that's what their reserves kicked uh, today, Casey, uh, against Box Hill. But they did miss some golden opportunities. Obviously, that only tells you one side of the story, kicking 18-4. But a lot of those uh, forward entries uh, didn't even hit targets and that cost them in the end, unfortunately. The forward uh, half also lacked pressure. When the ball hits the yeah. ground, it was so easy for the Essen defenders to, to run it out on many occasions, and I think they need to fix that up um, desperately. And if they don't win a game next week or the week after, then it starts becoming really, really struck. Really, really tough for them to get back out of. I mean, 0-3 is not ideal, but mm. I think they've got... Uh, the caliber of players on their list to be able to rectify this, but they need to do something really smart. 
are quick smart. Yeah, it's funny with the with the D's. You know, they like they, it's funny. Look at the score, and you think, oh well, eighteen four. That that's pretty good accuracy. But again, they had the exact same problem. You know, they went inside fifty four hundred million times and uh, executed really really poorly. Uh, I don't know. Like I. It's pretty amazing. Like obviously, they've got some pretty, you know, Lever and May out of their 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 back line. That that is a, is a serious problem. Um, no Lewis either. Yeah, and yeah, the Bombays, I think, yeah, capitalised on that pretty heavily. I I had a few people text me this week saying, "Oh, well, are the Bombers back? Are they back?" Not really. I mean, like they were so bad for the first two rounds. I and Melbourne were were awful, and they defended so poorly through the entire game. Uh, I'm not sure. You know they're back. I, I think ultimately Melbourne were really poor in a in a big range of areas throughout the game. They defended so poorly, and you know 130 is, is it's the highest score so far this year, and it's it's pretty ridiculous to to let that get out of control. Um, I, I was actually surprised Stringer was playing, given he had his uh, issues throughout the week, but he ended up really playing. Good. He, he was he okay. Was really yeah. good for the Essendon. Yeah, um, you know Don's. I think for me that they they moved on the defence really early. So in terms of you know when when the ball you know came down back, they were pretty quick to get it out of there. I think the speed definitely helped throughout the whole game. Um, you know, harms on there was some pretty weird mismatches that were created. Uh, I don't know whether it was out of just you know poor structures, but you know harms on merit was pretty ridiculous at times. Um, Tim Woody was much better. You know, his first two games were obviously very, very poor, but he, he looked a bit better. Well, the Dons, were they were switching well, but, you know, the Ds were leaving the corridor wide open. So it was like, well, you know, it, it was a pretty busted-ass game because it was like, well, you know, who's winning here? Like, and, and obviously, you know, Essendon won the game, but Ds Could have were gone very, very poor in, in yeah. a lot of respects. Although, um, if yeah. you're an Essendon supporter and, and you get... A fourteen goal return from McKernan, Stringer, McDonald, Tip and Woody, and Fantasia, all of which, yeah, um, oh, look, I'm not all of to, which yeah. had a disposal efficiency over seventy percent. They're not going to lose too many games, and then they get Joe Danaher back in no, no, a yeah. few weeks. It, yeah, I know what you're saying as well. If you just saw this scoreline. And, and and read the stats without watching the game. You say, "Oh, that would have been a really good game a of AFL football." But it wasn't but it, to watch. Actually, though. really, no, there were a lot of problems here. Deficiency. In, it was two teams that are probably at the same level. At the the moment. confidence is shot to bits. Yeah, and we won't really know until we see. I guess uh, it'd be great if Essen came up against Geelong next week or this week because yeah. then we get a better indication Reed. of where Essen really are. And I guess Melbourne up against a Brisbane would be a great example for me. Uh, at the moment, because Brisbane are playing really good footy, quite young and inexperienced, so you would think that would be a good balance. But look, Essendon, do they get a build, build a bit of confidence from this game moving forward? I think that potentially they could, and this could be the start of a little bit of a string of uh, wins. But look, they didn't look as convincing as the end score suggests, that's for sure. No, and I think the D's ultimately, there's been a lot talked about how poorly they defend, but at the same time, like, it wasn't just that. I think structurally they were really poor throughout the game. I think they look at they look lost at sea a lot of the time. Uh, I think they're structurally all over the show and, and they give the opposition so much space. Yeah, uh, sorry, I think we mentioned it last week and again it was on show uh, against the Dons that 
they either haven't listened to the game plan set up by the coaches, and this is about what I'm talking about, or they just haven't got the skills that like their preseason wasn't um, long enough or, or um, intense enough for them to actually execute the game plan that uh, Simon Goodwin's put in place because they really do look like they're lost at sea yeah, so completely. so much of the time. All moving, the time. Especially going forward or if they're under pressure in their back And defending half, both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> defending well. That, do they, I don't know if they're allowed to defend. I think I, I that think, might be missing yeah. from their game plan. Yeah, so just attack, yeah. attack, attack, attack. And it's well, this not, game, well, this is the interesting thing. So uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I think Essendon basically turned up to this game and thought, well, you know, Melbourne basically can't defend. Why don't we just rock up and, and, and attack all day? We'll just attack all day, and that kind of worked. Ironically, they out attacked Melbourne. They've gone in with the uh, Golden State Warriors um, theme. Yeah. Just go seriously. Out. That, we'll, that's, out, we'll just well, that's, outscore you. Well, that that's, that's how I out. took this yeah. game. Honestly, like I it, it, like a lot of aspects were, weren't pretty to watch, but I think ultimately that's because they're not. But I don't think either of these teams right now are very good teams. But they they out attacked each other, and it worked. Yeah. Um, Neil Bullen, I thought looked looked horrendous at times. That that was concerning. You know, Frost looked completely terrible. That was the worst game I've seen by Frost. He just, I think, almost by far. Yeah, that that was he, ridiculous. He got beaten so many times. Over, it was then, not even funny. And then yeah. lost all confidence whatsoever and dropped marks yeah. and allowed goals to get horrible past him. umpiring decisions against oh. him at times as well. I mean, look, the umpiring was disgusting, and we will get into that in the preview, but. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say we might have an extra segment just at the end of this. We might have to. Maybe. Yeah, McDonald leads. Uh, you know, his leads were just all over the place, uh, and now he's injured, so <laughs> it is what it is. But his leads were just shocking and kind of all over the place. Um, the Bombers were actually down a player for you know sections of the game, well, big sections, big sections of the, of the game, game. Yeah. and they still won uh, by by a bit there in the end. Again, the D's, you know, scoring to ins- you know just just terrible. You know, fifty one. Freeze, you know, but but at the same time, you know, D's scoring to inside fifties is just horrendous. Yeah, it was thirty five percent. They went in sixty. They went in sixty three yeah. times. That's they, they're getting in there like sixty to seventy times. Yeah. And, and they and that's and they barely. Yeah. You know, why they know can, they got a big score here, but, but not yeah, not big enough. Well, not big enough because they don't defend. That's yeah. the problem. Is yeah, but they don't lock it in there. If it comes to the ground, it just comes back out straight away. They either get it in there and score. Yeah, which doesn't happen often enough. But in terms of defence, you know, Don's got sixteen uncontested marks inside fifty. So I mean, that's that's uh, fucking they just, horrendous. They just yeah. chopped him apart. That's so bad. They just read every every second or third entry that came in there. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, fifty-one freeze. So this is well, yeah, I, it, yeah. We'll, we'll talk a bit about it. But I think this this, it, this was disgusting. Really, I mean, like you know, I, I can't. It's hard because we can't... We'll go into this very briefly, but we can't blame the umpires, I don't think, because it's not... It's not the umpires don't make the rules, no. right? So they, they go out there, they've been given a set of rules, they've been told, look, this is the 666, that this is this, this is that, this, yeah, is that. this is that. And then they go out there and they're trying to officiate it. And I, I look, I think almost certainly because the, the, the scoring was down in the first two weeks, you know, it was the lowest scoring for like 45 years. Yeah. They've gone out there. There was obviously a memo during the week or, or a discussion or whatever it was and said, look, we need you to pick up on more things you know, throughout this week because, you know, if there's a push, if there's a shove, if there's a, you know, a holding the man, if there's anything that looks 
anything like a free kick, give it. Because, you know, we, we want to try and get the scores up. And I think that's exactly what happened. But it, it looked yeah, it terrible. Too- and I think high-scoring games don't equal... Great Better. games, no. and we will get into that heavily in the preview because I've got a lot to say around that. Yeah, I think absolutely it's, it's terrible. And again, and we'll get get into it in each of the games uh, in a, a little bit. It's actually bad viewing. I it's I, terrible, I, yeah. I, I don't almost I so almost much interruption. Yeah, I almost don't want to go oh. to the a live game because no. it's more about the decisions made by the umpires as opposed to the decisions made by the players. Mm. And again, I agree with you. It's not the umpire's fault. There's just too many rules and the rules have grey areas like the um, the, the under the knee um, yeah. collection um, uh, in the protected zone um, what's deemed too hard of a uh, push well, and shove. Uh, yeah. it, like this, I mean, we watched just two games today. Just let the game today. play. Some of this Borderline shit, let her play. Yeah, we watched two games. We thought that what was going on in the West, it was like, oh, hang on. They're not calling anything. Like, the umpires had put the whistle away. Oh, I wonder whereas, where they got told, yeah. Yeah, whereas the game at uh, MCG against Hawthorne North, we both thought that the umpires over-officiated. So, there's not even consistency from one game to the next. And, and it gets frustrating because... Nobody really knows what the rules are. The umpires are just officiating how they see it. You see all the players constantly going, well, I don't know. what. Why can't you tell me what it was for? And it's just a bad look for football. Looks terrible, yeah. It's not going to bring international investors or supporters because if we don't know what's going on, they're going to sit there and go, well, I don't even know how the sport's played, let alone what the rules are. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, look, it, it, and I know the AFL are just trying to figure out what's the best way. You know what? Stop changing the rules week in, week Stop out. Stop stuffing around. Stop, just let it be. Let it play. Exactly. God and, damn it. Anyway, yeah, so anyway. We, we better oh, keep we got that so off. It's nice to get that off our chest. It is true. <laughs> I, I, I need a good hour. But yeah, anyway. we get on with the podcast. Uh, Carlton, uh, Sydney, 74-93. Uh, Swannies by 19 points. Uh, 10-14 to 14-9. Great effort by the uh, Swannies to get yeah. this done. By this stage, uh, I think all the tipsters out there were pulling their hair out. I tipped well, I, I most... well, tip Geelong. I tipped Melbourne, so I lost that one. But then I tipped I tip Sydney. I thought you went Blues as well. No, I went Sydney. Interesting. I definitely went Sydney. I, I tipped them in the tipping But three, three away teams. And on the pretty podcast. So I got, two, I got two, two of three. Okay, so you did well. Yeah, well, I tipped... Well, look, on the podcast I did GWS, but I did specifically say if Kelly and Mumford are playing, I'm not tipping Richmond. And that's exactly... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'd very heavily... Yeah. I tipped Brisbane. I tipped... Uh, well, I stupidly went with Collingwood. But that's okay. Well, no one tipped the Suns. I tipped... Uh, Can't believe I didn't tip the Suns. Hawks? Can't believe... Why didn't I tip the yeah, Suns? Yeah, the one week... <laughs> Dude, your team looks good. And then, we're not your team. <laughs> your no, old mate. Your old mate team, yeah. And then uh, we all we both tipped free. We did. Yeah. We tipped free. I, I went all So we went okay. I went all You got six, teams. I got seven. Yeah, that's okay. No, I don't think I went there. You got five yeah, and I got six four, or something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the game. This, uh, this was actually pretty in. I enjoyed this game. So I had I had visitors throughout this this weekend that aren't particularly into the game. I got up early this morning and I got up at eight o'clock and I watched this game. That's mad. On, on my own, I just sat there watching it. It was great. I sat with a coffee and, and a glass of water and just smashed through this game. It was great. Uh, I was super excited. I mean, if you haven't, if you missed this game, it's worth watching because Cripps Kennedy was super exciting all yeah, day. Two, uh, two bulls yeah, just two dominating. Bulls. Super exciting. Obviously, that check out our Instagram um, AFL, AFL Deep Dive. 
um, the picture of Cripps carrying uh, the Swanee. Is it Papley? I can't remember. I think it might have been Papley on his back, and you know it was pretty it's pretty, pretty funny because he carries his team and he's also carrying the opposition. Uh, yeah. So, but look. It, the start of the game, so the Blues really, if you missed this game, the Blues really should have been three and zip. Like, they, 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 they looked really good early. They were controlling the game. Yeah. They were doing everything right, except in front of goal. Goal. McKay missed that absolute sitter, and then that sort of set the stage, and then it just got worse. So, that, like, it, Blues missed some just absolutely terrible sitters. Um, they, they just have to work on offensive structures for me. So I, I wrote, you know, down a couple of times throughout the game, but particularly early when you're setting the scoreboard up. You know, so many times a, a Blues player would, and I don't want to single anyone out because this was a whole range of people, they'd have a much better option and they, they would just go for goal. Go for goal. Was yeah. it, what are you doing? That's a horrible angle. Or, 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 you know, if you don't have the confidence, well, there's three or four other options. What's happening here? So there was... A lot of that. Um, I thought Harry McKay presented really well, and good on him for getting that you know record you know contested marks for the first three games. Good on him. He's a, he's a good player, and I think he's going to be. I think well, hopefully he's going to be a star. I mean, geez, don't, do we want another Carlton Dalton generation? Many, I don't think that it's not good for football. There's another been, one. I was going to say there's been a few, been a couple, yeah. maybe touted as oh he's the next. And look, Cripps obviously has already established himself as yeah. Kerno has not yet, and McKay's possibly there. So we'll wait and see. But yeah, look, I mean, Brendan Bolton refreshingly has come out and go, enough's enough. We actually need to start winning games. That was good to hear. And if yeah, had, they, had, no, no had they, losses. Yeah. yeah, had they kicked straight and taken their opportunities, then they'd probably win this game. Yeah, and I think ultimately that this that this was the problem was they they wasted just so many chances. It's a similar thing to St Kilda where they're so close but they're so far. In that they do a lot of things right, but you know they, they to be honest, I actually think Carlton and and uh, St Kilda defend better than Melbourne. At the moment, they do definitely right, with, yeah. without a doubt. But then Melbourne have have obviously you know some a lot more polish and a lot more ability to score, score. but. You know, Carlton, oh, I think, actually looks pretty good. Yeah. If you missed this game, dead set, they looked really good. And they're playing they, to the, the, the game plan and great the structure standard. they set up. Yeah, they really look good. good. They yeah. look good. Yeah, honestly, they genuinely... This was exciting. The start of the game, I thought, hang on, we're on here. Although the blue, this was a dead set, really good game. Uh, Heaney was absurd. Yeah, so we'll, let's yeah, get... We'll get back got, to we'll a lot of talk about Carlton. So let's do a bit of Sydney. Obviously, you know, Heaney was incredible. His numbers were ridiculous. And we'll do that at the end of the... Um, the, the review. Um, so again, some disgustingly bad uh, uh, freeze. Again, some yep. absolutely horrible decisions, which we will get into. Uh, I thought Papley, best game for some time. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, and then obviously was the game changer in the last quarter as yeah, well. Yeah, w- without a doubt. I mean, the Swans, without a doubt, had a bit of a leaky defence, but, you know, it doesn't look great down back there at the moment. But no. Yeah, they could, they're, 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 could, they're pretty thin. They, they could do with Grundy back really quickly. And particularly given McVeigh injured himself during the game, that, that didn't help either. either. Yeah, no. and he's going to be out for a fair amount of time you now because it looks being, like it's a proper tear. Yeah. Well, they reckon, it's a se- they reckon it's a serious... No good. So we don't we don't know. Obviously, again, as I said, we're recording this on Sunday night. We don't know the full details, but uh, I haven't seen any news come up to this stage. But it, it didn't look good. Uh, again, sort of you know pivoting to Carlton briefly. You know, Ed. Um, I'm not going to wine glass over. Oh mate, Ed uh, Kerno, best game in a while. Four goals was fantastic. Uh, Carlton at least were forcing defenders to go backwards to get out. 
So by that, so th- this is something I really wanted to talk about out of this game. And this was a sign of maturity. So I know that sort of sounds like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. But Carlton, every time... So what, what I mean by that, so Carlton, they were forcing their defence to go... So the idea is that when, when you're coming out of defence, it's hard, you know, doing this audio-wise. It's a bit different doing yeah. it visually. But every time they came out of defence, at least they were on the front foot. Do you know what I mean? They weren't kind of, you know, kicking backwards, backwards, kicking backwards, you know, giving up ground like and then would, trying like to reposition the last out. three or four years. Correct. Yeah. So but I know that it's, it's funny way to describe it, but I'm being, you know, serious in that. At least I noticed a number of times where they were, it wasn't just from an attacking perspective, they just structured up so much better defensively that at least they were exiting, you know, yeah. with, with some gusto. And it wasn't to- just like, what, chip, 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 back, back, back. 10 to 15 yeah. metres, oh, old mate, to the corner. The, the like, you know, trust, on the boundary. The like, it was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, exactly. And their yeah. teammates, and they go, oh, hell no, here's an opportunity to take the game on now. Yeah. Whereas they would never have done that, even last towards the end of last year. They'd yeah. be like, oh, no, nah, I'm going to do... They were at least taking the game on, and particularly even at the other end, too. They were forcing S- Sydney to at least go backwards, potentially once or twice, yeah. before they went out, yeah. which allows you to set the ball up so much better. And it, it gives you... This is the thing. thing. It's it's it, This is a big ground with a lot of people on the ground. By forcing the defence to take one or two more kicks, kicks. out of, 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 of defensive 50, it allows you to set up so much better, ideally, if you're you know, a good team. Yeah, team. It, I, this but, is the thing. You want to, obviously you want to well, not... Your chances of a turnover increase it, massively bingo. as well. So obviously you don't want to... You don't, obviously, ideally, you don't want them to ever leave their, their back 50... But, no, but that would be great. But obviously, great. that's going to happen. So, but when, when that happens, you you at least want to make it difficult. Yes, mm. this is the thing. So we, we're going back to sort of the very you know core base. ethos <laughs> of football. For pressure, 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 pressure. So yeah, exactly. Make make it difficult for them. Don't make it easy. Make it no, difficult. Make it as difficult. No, as no, you no. Can. So that's the thing. At least, at least I, I'm noticing at least some signs. In Carlton's game, that that are exciting at both ends, and I, that that was good to watch. Obviously, they didn't win the game, and I know Carlton supporters are ready to break a bottle and go nuts. But I, that said, it, it at least there's that. Well, this I mean, let's say eight, even eight months ago, this could have easily blown out to thirty or forty point win for Sydney. Yeah, but they just they stuck in there, they hung on, they're showing some signs, and once they just polish up on their uh, skills mm. and obviously in front of goal is going to help the most. Then we start seeing these close losses turn into to wins. Yeah. We've seen it with a number of teams. I mean, we'll obviously get into the Suns a little bit, but they've got some points on the boards now. The Saints have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And these strong teams from uh, the last few years who were struggling during the the two thousands, so you you just got to stick to your structures. And put the pressure. If you you don't think you can have the skill set to obviously get the game, it's more about tackles, the one percenters, uh, shepherding, all that type of stuff. Because then once that becomes ingrained in your game, you don't have to think about it. You can just think about okay, how, how do I pick the right player to kick to? And then all of a sudden, you go from a, an okay team to a good team, a good team to a great team. So hopefully that continues at the Blues, and we start seeing them win a couple of games soon. 
Yeah, exactly. And and you know, McKay's in look, yeah, Dow made some pretty bad errors, but yeah, look, they're so close. It's so frustrating. I mean, like the, the problem is, I hope they don't look at some of the numbers. So they've won three games out of thirty-five. Like, yeah, not ideal. I mean, this is the thing. Like, this has been a pretty bare era. Like, I I heard that the other day, and I was like, wow. That I, yeah, I did not. That I, is I, damning, I had forgotten it? just how bare it had gotten. I mean, I'm really trying to get positive about them, but stuff like that. Anyway, so you know, one thing I want to mention before we keep moving, uh, we'll do a little bit of stats. But another thing I'd like to mention: the umpiring has has been so bad. Uh, they're even missing, you know, key things. So, oh, look, you know, a little bit of a shove. Oh, 50 meters. Oh, that's 50. It's it's 150. It, you know, some of the umpiring decisions have been obviously horrendous. Uh, kicking in danger. So, uh, forget the name of the Sydney player. You nearly kicked Buddy in the face. Face, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was kicking in danger and there was about 9 million people right there. Like, it wasn't like it was, you know, hidden. There was a lot of umpires on the ground. There was a lot of umpires right close to the incident. I'm not sure. I actually think, to be honest, and this is something, again, I want to talk about in the preview, I think they're spooked by it all because I think they're getting so many jeers from the crowd I, think I actually they, think at that point of the life. game, I think they fear for their dead life. set. Yeah, I think at, I'm not joking. So I think at that, I think at that point of the game, they thought, "Well, hang on. If I pay this, I'm cooked. I'm going to the gate after this. Like that's it. I may as well just get a ladder and, and that's it. Like I, I'm, this was this was yeah. So that, and that's concerning too. If they've got it stuck in their head. So anyway, we better keep moving. Um, yeah, um, statistically, to keep it now to keep it positive for the Blues, we won't go into too much detail about no the stats. stats. Right. Um, they won the clearances. Uh, right. 44 to 37. I'm just going to... Oh, and they had less clangers, 43 to 57. And... They, oh, they should have won this game. It's so frustrating because yeah. this is not Sydney of old. They were not actually that good. This and that. If we had another hour, I w- I'm happy to go into this. But ultimately, we've got like a bunch more games to go, and we, we were only like we're like 40 minutes in. in. Yeah. So I think I, I yeah I'd love to talk about how the reality is Sydney don't actually look particularly that great. They look okay. So they, yeah, I'm still still not convinced on great Sydney. win. I, I, I'm win. excited, Absolutely. but they're not probably not making the eight. Not not, like not on that. that. Not no. on that. No. To just get over Carlton, and that's the other side of it as well. Yeah. Like, anyway, yeah. I like the Blues, and I want them to be good. It'd be good for football. We're not there yet. Not quite. We're not that far but, off there. Hopefully. Yeah, but they're better than the D's at the moment. Going by the ladder. Well, going by the this ladder. This is the thing. I, I'm not joking. I honestly think that. I mean, in terms of defending, Carlton are structuring are better than Melbourne. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Giants, 125-2. to The Tigs, uh, 76. 49 points. Not ideal. 19-11 to 10-16. Uh, Giants by, as I said, 49 points. Not ideal. What do we think about this game? Well, <laughs> Cameron learned how to be a... Yeah, 7-5 is not... Uh, learned how to be a, uh, a dominant forward again. So... Like you and I are concerned about where all the goals are going to come from with no green, no pattern, and all of a sudden, Cameron. Cameron's he woke well, up. Yeah, woke up. I mean, not that they couldn't win a winning score, but I mean, to to kick 125 uh, points for a game is um, pretty impressive. And obviously, yeah, Finlayson five. I was going to say had a yeah. bit of help from Finlayson, and yeah. then as you and I mentioned last week as well, we thought. Uh, just with a number of players leaving GWS in their midfield and a couple of injuries, that Lockie Whitfield um, 
had started to become that on-field leader, even though he's not a uh, captain or anything, and he had an absolute blinder again as well. 44 touches for memory. Yeah. And 10 clearances or something ridiculous. I haven't got the stats right in front of me at the moment. Uh, 42, dis- yeah. Yeah, um, very comprehensive win by the Giants. We both thought that the Giants would win this game. I'm, I'm, I'm still surprised that they won as convincingly as they did, I guess. Sometimes teams have that those games where everything just falls their way. Everyone's on song, and I think that's kind of what happened. I don't, I don't think Richmond are that bad of a team against the the, the top top end. Obviously, uh, they've had a really good run of uh, with injuries and got a few injuries at the moment, a few players out, and it's testing their um, depth. But look, an off night by by the the Tigs, unfortunately, and it was made worse with the little. Injury to, to Koch. Um, I don't think this is just an off night. I, I, I think this might be about, to be honest, I, I don't like saying it, but I think this might be about where Richmond's at. I think they're they're missing a lot of keys, and I think a lot of their pieces that are, that are currently playing on the field are so out of form, it's not even funny. And we have to get into Dustin Martin. I mean, we'll, let, let's yeah. do that off the top. I think Martin, so, you know, gave the finger to old mate Mummy and did the... The coke sign to him and stuff like it was, there. Yeah, it is what it is. You'll obviously if hear a lot about it throughout the if week. You're by, if you're up by ten goals, that's fine. When you're down, not yeah. so good. It's not good. And then and also then to the you know behind the play to um you know hit a high off the ball. Yeah, not not good. So he's probably going to get a week. Um, which we yeah we don't know this obviously at this stage, but we just can't keep doing it on the Wednesday. It's too late to sort of get the review out. But that said, yeah, it, it, yeah. Look, it's not ideal. And uh, he look, still yeah. doesn't look like. He's match fit. He does no, not he look ready cooked. for playing football. And my so. understanding was he had a really good preseason. So I, 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 I'm he, not internal in the club. Intre- I have has no he lost idea. Interest in the game? Do you reckon? Well, look, there was a whole thing around. I mean, yeah. Look, hopefully no, obviously. But I think there was this whole thing around post seventeen. He was thinking, you know, how how am I going to kind of, you know get much out of the job, you know, having won every award, but just because you're winning it all doesn't mean you should sort of, you know, park it, I would have thought. I seems to be doing a lot of uh, modelling and whatnot, so yeah, should bonds. be all right. No, he doesn't need to worry about money coming into his bank balance, but... Richmond went out of this game. I mean, the score definitely flatters the Giants a fair bit. I mean, 10-16, so, so again, I think like, it's funny because Richmond actually struggled for accuracy at this ground. So this was played up in in Sydney at the GWS home ground. You know, this is you know Castagna last year kicked five points. Uh, oh, and five. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's funny. It, there, it is it is really strange. We don't seem to play very well up there, and accuracy seems to be very very poor as well. What what did you think about the Giants' defence? I mean that, that that's the thing they actually really held the Tigs to seventy six. That was pretty good. Look, the um, it's a, it's always been an understated uh back backline, and yeah, it's. Been super consistent. Obviously, you don't um, you don't go or make finals or go deep into finals without um, a, a good setup and good structure. I think what's get what gets lost is that it's not your typical defensive sort of setup. It's more like a a back six that have got offense on the on their mind because you see them get it or win the ball and it's quickly out of their their back half. So there's not a lot of onus on them being really dour and having low-scoring affairs and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, look, yeah. They're, they're, they're quality and 
I mean, when you can keep a team like the the Tigers to 76, let alone any other team, you're going a long way to winning the game. And then obviously on the rebound and being able to put a big score on the board helps as well. Yeah. Cochin and short injury, obviously not ideal. Uh, not, not great. Look, ultimately as well out of this game, we have to say GWS did a really good job at getting under Dusty's skin. That was really impressive. I mean, they, they obviously targeted him and he had a pretty off day at the office, but at the same time, they really got underneath him uh, and it worked. You know, they really got underneath his skin and screwed with him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it worked. And, got, and he's got to learn to deal with that. I mean, you're good on um, Dimmer for having his back in the press conference, but if he can't handle a hard tag, and a hard tag's been around in football since forever. Yeah, well... Oh, sorry, bad luck. If, if, as long as he's not doing anything against the game. Yeah, we're poor. Yeah, I, I think it's sour grapes to be honest, and it, it's unusual. I think he was. I think he was. Yeah, I think he was a bit annoyed, and he just sort of. Yeah, I think he spoke. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's what he meant, but I, I see exactly what you're saying. But I don't know that's what he kind of wanted. No, to no, say, no. But... Yeah, and I don't think so either. It's obviously a frustrated coach wasn't um, yeah. overly impressed by just the overall team result, and when you get obviously twenty or thirty journos in the press conference asking all different yeah. types of questions that aren't football related um, as, a, as opposed to yeah. stuff that gestures and whatnot that are happening on the ground yeah, um, yeah. You, you would think a coach like Tim would be like you know in the back of my mind I don't want to answer any of your questions I'm doing this because I have to do this I'd rather just be in there ripping shreds through my players or working out um, different structures uh, in how to combat teams like this and obviously with the players of the caliber that are out for Richmond at the moment everyone uh, is talking about obviously massive out with Rance and Rewalt um, and Hawley yeah but that's the thing nobody's really talking about Hawley that much yeah. every week and oh, hang on <laughs> Josh Caddy hasn't played yet I've again and, me yeah yeah I'm talking about no, I'm joking, yeah, yeah, I know you, yeah you and I have talked about and um, I'll make Griggs yeah. out as well I'll make Griggs yeah. so look there's and Grimes obviously was out for, with a suspension yeah, so this good. I mean sorry well, this is the problem is now, now we're going to lose Martin as well five bloody which, players, is, which is great and isn't Cochin it? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, why not? No, we'll just... just hopefully have, Caddy and... Sink the season. Yeah, ho- hopefully... Ca- well, Grimes comes back in. I think Richmond are going to find it... Yeah, I, sorry. I, I think Richmond are going to find it really difficult from here, to say the least. Tough. Not ideal. Yeah. Uh, again, it comes down to efficiency. Shooting accuracy, 63 to 38. So, oh, horrendous. Um, yeah, so... Not yeah. good. No. Uh, again, just going back to your uh, question about the defence... Um, Obviously, Phil Davis, unsung hero, just Always, an absolute yeah. superstar, and he he should be up there with Rance as far as multiple well, Rance, uh, uh, all Australians. Yeah, he gets it just, pretty overrated in this town, I think. Yeah, he's a good player, but he's not, you know, God's gift. Oh, I don't know. Some Richmond supporters might say otherwise at the moment, but yeah, look, well, he, yeah, he, everyone's got, yeah, everyone's uh, free to their yeah. opinion. Oh, next, anyway, yeah, we're next game. I think. Sorry, we're going to get moving. <laughs> Sorry, I'd love to, again. No, that's another game we yeah. want to go deep into, but um, Brisbane uh, Power one hundred seven to ninety uh, Lions by seventeen points, sixteen eleven to thirteen twelve. What do we think? So, for me personally, I'm going to say it and call it right now. These two teams are playing finals. Yeah, I think this is. They both seem pretty on. Hey, 
Yeah. A power unlucky to not get through, and Lions are a bloody good side. Yeah. So I, at, at home, I don't see them losing. No, they. I, I saw the first quarter live. I was uh, I was doing something that apparently most men can't do. Go. I was um, multitasking. I was watching this game and the next game we're going to talk about. Uh, on two different screens, yeah, it was mad because um, <laughs> uh, Hitwood was having a blinder to start off with at Brisbane, and he continued on with uh, everything. So, look, we better uh, just saw how long we've been talking for. So we better get into this. We talked for over an hour, so no, we yeah, were gonna, just just short of an hour. We've got four games to go, so five we, games. To so go. we're going to have to blare through this one. Um, <laughs> look, uh, great game, uh, bit of ebbs and flowing, bit of dominance by Brisbane, and. Obviously, Port got back into it, and then they started to dominate, and then right towards the end... Um, How do people do our podcast? We're, we're not even, like, halfway through the game. And we smashed through the last game. We hammered through So, no. uh, yeah, I love this game. I, and I think I both like of these teams... Amazing uh, Lincoln McCarthy, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Robinson pulled his hair out on that. Robbo. Robbo, Robbo, Robbo. Um... <laughs> No, I, I really. Like Port. They're a good side. They are a good I, side, yeah. and wasted opportunities. I think Hickley they threw obviously a few in the bin. That was what I'm. They're missing Watts, obviously. Yeah, yeah big Watts missing. He warranted nah. that probably. Is, but probably thing, a bit yeah, of a miss, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, I guess for the the power, good thing is the start of return of form to Paddy Ryder. I thought he, that was his yeah. best game for a long, long time, and then um, obviously came came back with the. A uh, bit of a head injury and still wearing the helmet, which he says is sort of inf- interfering with his um, interfering. Sorry, with his vision a little bit. But uh, look, the the standout was Hipwood for me. I thought he was um, brilliant. Uh, and, and that McCarthy mark, mark was outrageous. Was great. Yeah. Lockie Neal's probably got nine brown. Is he the, is he the Brownlow medalist right now? If we I, called it right now, Danger uh, Neal. Yeah, there's Nahas. Oh, Nahas will be well. Probably just well. He's got a couple yeah. of bonus points that they give to him, so he's probably got twelve. Because the award's named after him. Yeah, because the, the full name Chaz Brownlow Nahas. Yeah, people forget. That. People forget right. that, don't they? they? Yeah, they forget, they forget that, that the surname. Too was many, too long a surname. Father. We just call it the Brownlow. Well, he's probably his grandfather. grandfather yeah. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get a bit loose now because we know we're running well and truly over time. Brisbane, yeah, I don't think they lose. A game if they do maybe one up there so that for me is what 11 or 12 wins they've already won away i think they win a couple i think yeah they finished seventh to eighth now i had them about 11th or 12th we need to put those damn things up i we I, do. I, I want to say something my uh biggest regret with my preseason ladder that i haven't put up online yet is not putting brisbane in the eight i really thought it would be fun yeah. to throw them in as the wild card in there and Wow, so, I think that's almost certainly going to happen. The other good thing, I would be shocked if Brisbane don't make the eight now. That that's how confident I am. They look great. They do look great, and so do Port. And Port have probably done the best in the draft from last year. Yeah, they look bloody good. Oh, Rosie, no, Rosie and Butters. Rosie, is he Rosie? Yeah, yeah Rosie. Yeah, yeah, Rosie. So he's nineteen year old. Kick five goals. Yeah, not, bad, not bad. And Butters is five two up. as well. Yeah, Butters is those two have just had South Park style. Butters. Um, yeah, Butters. I like Butters. <laughs> Good character. Oh, the TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. He is. doesn't he have a side show? Everybody, Butters. Yeah, everyone does at the moment. So oh, he's got. I think he's going to be the cult hero at Port Adelaide. Yeah. And both is great. 
Bike was great again. Rockcliffe was pretty solid again. 35 disposals, two goals. Yeah, you, you'd be all right with that. Yeah, and, and not Four a bad... tackles as well. Yeah, not, and not a bad return. Yeah, <laughs> that no, line's ridiculous. Six, I didn't realise how you're getting that line was. And a fairly good return from Ollie Wines. <laughs> Bloody so. hell. Yeah, old mate Wines came back and uh, he wasn't uh, too bad. But yeah, I Better think... for the return once he gets settled in and gets a few games under his belt. Old mate Neil, time. 43 disposals. <laughs> yeah. Three. He's... I think, yeah, I'd, I'd be, yeah, he's got to be, unless he's like, you know, slept with an umpire's wife or something. Like, I think he's got to be right up there. No, I don't think he's mates with any of those type of players. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But really, really good game. Would love to go deeper into this. Carlton. But we're going to have to move on. And soon. Yeah, Carlton I want to talk more about. I'd love to talk more about the lines and the power. Yeah, unfortunate game but for the power, but lines, you know, fantastic. Yeah. They're a bloody good side. They're a bloody good Again, side. Again at home, they held on. And it's, it's so exciting. They nearly got 20,000 there too. It's great. They're, they're is, starting to come back. Yeah, that is great. And I, I guess it was like talking about St. Kilda last year. It's the same conversation. They're just quite balanced. Except they're and, good. Yeah, that's what I mean. In a good way. <laughs> but Except I'm, they're I'm, not like okay, rubbish. I, I, three weeks in a row. A Neil, more polished. Neil, amazing. And fully balanced side. But they're, they're yeah, I think they're much further ahead of St Kilda. Oh no, no, I mean no. just on the flip side, yeah. in a good way. But I'm gonna repeat myself from what they were like last week. Grand so. final rematch: Collingwood versus the Eagles, seventy six to ninety eight. Eagles by twenty two point seven. Uh, sorry, eleven ten to fifteen eight. What do we think, uh, my old mate? What do yeah, we think? so I, I love this game. This probably game of the round for me from a spectacle because I think there was just two high quality teams going. At it, I think the final margin was quite. Um, what can I say here? Generous. I don't think it was necessarily uh, West Coast being that much better than the Pies. I think the Pies were just a little bit fumbly at times, especially in the second yeah, half. They butchered some chances. Yeah. yeah look, uh, there's a couple of plays. Um, Trying to think right now. Didac, uh, d- d- sure. Oh, Didac, yeah. He, 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 he was missing all game. Uh, don't I know didn't where see we him once. <laughs> I didn't see him once. Uh, no, um, Cash Main, he <laughs> fumbled the ball on the wing and that ended up in a turnover, resulting in a goal. That was one example of just the fumbles that the Pies um, had. Yeah. And also, and not that it was the bad decision. I think the execution was um, not the best, and that was um, Jaden Stevenson running into goal, handballed it over to a guy who's seven foot up in the air in the goal square in Cox, and obviously gave plenty of time for a couple of West Coast defenders to come in and spoil everything. There, just a couple of examples of basically the difference between. West Coast and Collingwood's polish around pressure moments. Uh, West Coast were able to pinpoint their teammates uh, and get on with it. Obviously, yeah. the return of Gaff was huge. Yeah, they, had a lazy I think Collingwood 30, knew Gaff was playing. He had a lazy yeah. 35, not a bad, Did not they a bad know return. Did they yeah. No, it mustn't have. He wasn't there on grand final day, so they no. didn't know who he was. <laughs> they thought, who is that? Yeah, and obviously... Uh, Who's that, Punchy? Obviously, yeah, Punchy. Obviously, there's a couple of players that love playing against Collingwood at MCG. Um, Liam Ryan and Flying my Ryan. mate uh, Dom Sheed. And Dom Sheed, I think, really loves it. Sheed-licious. Sheed-licious. Licious? <laughs> Licious. Yeah. Uh, look, 
West Coast quality team and Pies quality team. I Pies think. had caught a yeah. timer in front, three one to one two. Yeah. Again, slow start very, for the Eagles. Yeah, Come very on. similar. There was lots of um, similarities you saw more to the grand of this. final. So yeah, go, go, for go, it. go, 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 go. Um, and I guess West Coast just took control back much earlier in the game to, uh, over the weekend compared to the grand final, but obviously got away with um, a fairly comfortable win. And I think. They're going to be very, very hard to beat. And they've got some quality A-graders still to come back as well, which is disgusting and frightening, <laughs> and frightening for the rest of the um, teams out there in the AFL. Are we a little bit concerned by the Eagles taking a little bit to get going? Like, no. they've had a couple of games where they've been a bit slow. <laughs> they just kind of, like, start slow and go, mm, bing, 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 bing. I'm not at all. I'm just I wanting... Think, no, yeah. I, I didn't watch this live, so I watched this... After the fact, yeah. I, I, and then I missed the first sort of section of it. So I, yeah, I, I, I watched it, but I was fairly distracted through I think it as well. So, so yeah. I think they're so confident in their ability. Their midfield is so so. Well, they deep. led it every other and break. It was it, just the first. It's as if their midfield literally is the whole football ground. Like everyone on every line plays in the midfield. They just happen to have to start in the back half or in the forward half because of the six 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 rule. But yeah. they could literally, you could run Kennedy. I think. Darling's probably the only player on their team that couldn't run through the midfield. I think everyone else could run through the midfield. They are elite, and they just know where everyone is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't be concerned. They could probably give up five goal head start and still be confident and happy to wear the other teams down. That's what they do. They just wear teams down unbelievably well. Mm. They're the only team that can do a Collingwood to a Collingwood. Yeah, that's true. Moment, yeah, yeah, great call. Uh, what do we think? So, oh. I mean, obviously, grand final rematch. Yeah. Adams. Well, Adams went high on Shelly. We probably should talk about that. I mean, he's probably going to get a week. We'll probably get 10 weeks, given the way things are being officiated at the moment. Mm. Uh, Ryan, Deshead. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, it was good in the end. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I liked this game. It was exciting. Good free-flowing yeah, I mean, Eagles look bloody good. So did so did the Pies, though. So I think we, we yeah. kind of, it was just another kind of boxing match in, yeah, Nathan, in, this, in this rivalry. It was like, yeah, yeah well, I'm, yeah, you Nathan know, Buckley's not. We'll see be... the next round. I'm looking forward to it. You know, that that's how it came. Absolutely, across. Bucks is not going to be too concerned no, anything, from this yeah. or disheartened or anything He's like that. He's not going to the gate or anything. No, no, and the Pies players know that it's. I guess it was like in round one. They were just missing those targets every now and again. And, and when you clean up those 1% or 2% on your disposal efficiency, that's the game changer. They've got so much class. And obviously, Dugowie again had a really, really good game. Um, you get Will Hoskin Elliott back into that forward line. I mean, there's another guy that can just turn um, by his own boot. So, yeah, look. They lost one of the teams was going to have to win and one lose this game. And 20 points, two points, does it really matter at this early stage? I think mm. they're just, yeah, they're, they're just testing each other. Out. Chapter. They, yeah. I think they're both. I'm just want to keep reading through this book, to be honest. It's, yeah, it kind it's of doesn't good. seem it's like, well, it's getting good now. It's just getting really good, isn't yeah. it? They just match each other up really, really well. And um, yeah, look, oh, Grundy's not having the dominant season that he had last year either. I think that makes it a bit easier for That's for teams. something, that we, yeah, that's worth discussing, hey? Because neither is uh, Gorn, really. I don't think either of them look good. No, go, well, yeah, who knows? Gorn may, may have taken up smoking cigarettes again and drinking beers <laughs> to, to training. I 
I don't know. I don't know. He d- does not look like the force that he once wore. Was. The and whole team think, doesn't, though. And you would think, but these two rucks in particular, you would think that the new 6-6 rule would work in their advantage. Well, we but spoke about that pre It's gone the opposite. It's been the worst thing in the world for them. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows? But look, it was it was a really high-quality game and probably the best skilled game, game I've seen so far this year. Okay. Yeah. Sunday Dogs versus the Suns, sixty-eight to seventy-three. Great game. Suns by five points. Can't believe I went off the winning bandwagon. Off your, the off your something. It's not nine fourteen to ten thirteen. So for first-time listeners, old mate loves the Suns somehow. Uh, this was a good game. What a way to finish! Yeah. Unbelievable. The Dogs had every opportunity. It was, still got it was, two more it was only about pretty. like three seconds left, and they still had opportunity to win it. Unfortunately, they didn't. The Suns hang. Oh, for the game. Yeah, Yeah, for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold Coast just covered the ground so well all day. I mean, the dog structures were so unorganized, but at the same time, Gold Coast just covered the ground so well. Can we we sound like a broken record again? They have recruited unbelievably well during, during the draft. Who? The kids at the Suns. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, well, they get all the top picks. There's not much to go on. Well, they had the first picks for the years and they weren't so good. Well, they they tried to keep moving them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Back to Melbourne. Back to Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> no, they look good. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, look, I think they, they set their defense up very, very well. Uh, imagine the Gold Coast with Lynch. I, I had to write again in my notes. Like, oh my. Well, I don't know. Sexton seems to be doing all right up there. He looks good, but imagine they had Sexton and Lynch and May. I mean, that would be and Ablett and yeah. Jagger Amira and Phil Matera. Ablett. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, it's starting to look like a premiership side, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so Screwed that up, didn't he? <laughs> they did, they did. Anyway, um, Stuart Probably G. Probably win one with the Cats now, though. He might. He <laughs> might just do that and have a fat bank balance to go along with it. How funny would that Very funny. Uh, look, at least the Suns hung on. Because that's the thing. I mean, obviously, they had some very, very close games. Bloody and they hung football. on. It, it, it is, and we spoke about that. If they were going to be a game, basket yeah. case, it's a bit easier for a big Melbourne team to not win games and not have so much pressure Bucks on. But and, north. and North, yep. Um, but if GWS was zip and three, it would be calling for them to move to Tassie straight away. We call for them to move to the top of the Westgate and be all a, a Westgate the, team. All, all the top of Australia, so nobody actually knows that they exist. All knows how to get there, so it's yeah, not their all the routine. All the routine, no. Yeah, Tiwi, Tiwi on the team. Well, they'd probably be pretty good. They'd be bloody mad. <laughs> so five supporters, but yeah, yeah, they'd be good. No supporters, but the best no. team in the world. Uh, <laughs> we we digress. I yeah, great game. Uh, Sunny's getting over the line. Obviously, dogs. I look. Dogs horrifically inaccurate. They missed some absolute sitters. I mean, yeah. there were some disgusting shots at goal. And this was a game that embarrassing. Like, Oh, and this was a game that they, the supporters were farewelling picking. So yeah. really disappointed not to come away from a, with a win for this after the massive win against the Hawks last week. Uh, the Bont had a really really good game. I think he'd be up there um, in the Brownlow oh, votes again. Yeah, so well, I, that was my pick last last year with Nahas. Um, he'd be with Nahas. Yeah, I mean Nahas is always thereabouts. He's just. Yeah. He carries the ball on a string everywhere he goes, Nahas. So you, you can't <laughs> like miss him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a yo-yo. Like he's the Yoda of yo-yos. Oh no. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So again, I'm I'm really 
unsure about the dogs. I don't know where they sit at the moment. Yeah, they this, have, this is they a, have a massive tough game, game to one read week. Into. Forty-nine points is well, it basically against. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if Sicily doesn't give all those ranks away, they're very pro- angry. They probably don't win that game. Yeah, let's true. be honest. Sicily was a very good player for the dogs that day in the last quarter. I know we already had two down at Hawthorne <laughs> on the bench, and they had to give him another player. Rat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, look, this is one of those ones that we probably keep moving from because it's, yeah, I, the dogs are a bloody hard team to read. Are they Houdini or are they your yeah, busted ass? It, I, it is very hard to kind of we'll, see. We'll, we'll know, I think the dogs are one of those teams along with probably two or three others, which we'll talk about in a yeah. second, that we probably won't know where they're at until probably round eight or nine. Probably like the Saints, like round 23, I'll yeah, probably know where they're yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, the mm. gate, probably. <laughs> Hawthorne <laughs> versus North, 87 to 71. We did see all of this from start to finish. Hawks by 16 points. sleep on the couch. Yeah, I, we shouldn't watch the football together. Every this time we get together. Get the busted ass game. Boring as <laughs> shit. 13 9 to 10 11. Hawks by 16 points. There yeah, was one highlight. They held for me. on. I, I did. I did call it early. I said the Hawks will win this because North are finishing in this season really poorly, and that that was it happened much again. A, yeah, yeah, it happened they again. Literally yeah. fell asleep at half to half time. And the only highlight from this game, and I'm a Hawthorne supporter, was Chad Wingard's third goal. It was super. Exciting. That was literally yeah. the only highlight. The rest was dour, boring Oz kick style football. Well, it was like these players. It was like these players that were learning the game for the first time and going, "I don't know what to do. Do you know what to do? No, do you know what to do? Missed kicks. I'm, I'm being facetious here to a large degree, but it was one of the most unspectacular yeah. games. We're talking about professional athletes here, and whether it's the interpretations of the rules, the umpires' call, not knowing their structure. I don't know. Don't care. It's just not. Uh, very entertaining football and who North or both Hawks, teams? Yeah. Both teams. Both teams um, are a pretty out of out of uh, uh, form. Hey, yeah, and they're, they're both going to get beaten down by big sides. Absolutely. At the moment, neither of them look top eight for me. Obviously, North haven't won a game yet, so it's going to be really, really hard at zip and three to get back to any shape or form of playing finals, considering they went nine and zip the opposite way last year and still missed in, missed out on finals. So that's a twelve game turnaround. Yeah, when you think about it. And Ben Brown just seems to be this lone target in terrible and form, hit, and yeah, and they can't hit him up. And he's also in horrible, horrible form. form though, so yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, North they're going to struggle for the rest of the year. I think um, Hawthorne, if they can get a little bit more settled and bring some of these senior players back, that might help them. But against GWS, West Coast. Pies, cats, these teams, I can't see them beating any of them or getting close. A lot of people had Ben Brown at the top of their Coleman ladder. He's sitting 13th at the moment, so he's not, not doing No, he's uh, not getting there. Sorry, just put a line through him. Yeah, you can probably Absol- forget that. Absolutely. He's got to keep uh, well, 80 goals some... from now. <laughs> that ain't happening. No. I Look, it, frustrating game. I, yeah, I mean, look... look North finding the holes pretty early. This was a bizarre game. So if you did miss this game, you probably didn't miss a heap. But to kind of recap it, um, you know, North up 4-3 to 1-2 and then 5-3 to 6-6. You know, what what is this game? Um, and then, you know, 8-6 to 7-11. Uh, 7-11 was a part-time job. 7-11? Um, like 9-11 inside job. 7-11 oh. was a part-time job. 
nice. and then thirteen nine to 10, 10, 11. So look, this this was not a great game. Um, no, no, not at even. all. And you know, early on, North were transitioning very well. Obviously, four three to one two. The problem is they start very well and they just just completely fall away. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Clarkson was coaching on the boundary. I guess he, you know, give it a whirl. Uh, at this stage, uh, Walpole he kind of built through the game. I thought Dumont was really good all day. Yeah, I thought Cunnington was... was fantastic, and and the, the Hawks kind of tied it up in the end. And they were playing a little bit of neat footy in the second half, and certainly in the back quarter. But well, ultimately, not great. There was more of a team effort from Hawthorne. Uh, there was only one player, first gamer Dylan Ward, that didn't get. Um, more than 10 disposals. He had nine. So fairly good team effort, whereas it was all left up to the, the top four or five players at North Melbourne. We just ran through most of them there. Higgins was another. Uh, Zebel Zebel is still one of the most underrated captains uh, I've seen for a long time. He just goes about his business. Atley was really good as well. Yeah, so... Pittard's been good. Yeah, they, and um, Pollock's good for them. Uh, Aaron Hall had a bit of run and carry for them, but they just, they're lacking something up for them. I think I quite liked as well. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, they lack a target, which is an issue that they've had since Kerry. Yeah, really. and considering that Hawthorne didn't have any big key forwards, I mean, in the lead up, it was 258 points in the first two rounds, so now we're up to 330, 340 points conceded. In three rounds, that's over hundred. It's almost one hundred and ten, if my numbers are correct, per game giving up. So mm. not only can't they kick a score, they are bleeding at the other end, and particularly in the fourth quarter as well. Yeah. yeah. So well, yeah, Hawthorne almost doubled their score in the last quarter. Yeah. Which is not ideal. No. Not going to win too many games. No. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, this this is not a game that historians will look back on. Um, yeah, Hawks in the end by 16 points. They got the job done. I think they'd just be happy with getting a win, and it is what it is. But Yeah, yeah moving on to next week. So, speaking of next week... Frio. St Kilda, 71-66. Frio by 5 points. 11-5 to 9-12. Uh, pretty cool end, actually, in the end. A bit, bit of fun. Not not well, great quality, but at least... No, no. It was semi-exciting at the end. Yes, if you hadn't um, cottoned on to some of the comments that at we started, start, yeah. uh, we mentioned, uh, St Kilda uh, have butchered themselves once again. Yeah. Should have won this game probably by about three or four goals hmm. and had all the run and momentum and literally had the ball in their forward hmm. half for the last quarter for about, Eight, what felt like 80% of the time and could not get the scoreboard pressure on and obviously Fremantle would get away with a lucky win although it looks like at a bit of a cost with five getting heavily concussed yeah, halfway that, through the well. third he missed quarter. the derby you'd think next week yeah yeah, it doesn't look like he's uh, right for next week and I'd be uh, very suspect on the medicos at Fremantle if he was allowed to play next week. Sam Cook that he was allowed to walk off like that seemed pretty. He yeah, was that was bad. Disgusting, yeah. Whether that whether the um, operators at the stadium didn't have a electrical um, car to come out, but they didn't even bring a stretcher out, which it was really Speaking really off, sad because yeah. he's when he got knocked out, the eyes were back of his head, so he gross, should have yeah. just been. Neck brace, about, on a stretcher, and carried off. Can I say something as well? What they about do the, things differently in the West, don't they? They do. What about that old mate uh, driver for Paul Seedsman, who you know copped the near ACL on Thursday night? 
this is a long time ago, but going back now, but uh, the Adelaide Geelong game. And so he, everyone thought he did his ACL. He got driven off the ground. And the guy basically took, he did a route via Geelong in order to get high fives yeah. and shake everyone's hand. Yeah, well, he drove around the whole ground, uh, high fives, went to the wrong race, had to keep driving, went to the next race. Did a couple of doughies. He did a few doughies. He got jeers from the crowds. It looked like he was going to give the finger to the crowd at one point. It was absolutely bizarre. This is not something that we would normally cover, but this was completely crazy, to say the least. Absolutely, because this guy, he looked like he could barely stand on his two legs. This is Fat Fife. We're going back to the game for today. It was a horrible look for sport in general. The fact that... Um, he drove by Medi- Melbourne to get there. Well, the medicos at Fremantle allowed no, Fife yeah. to stand on his legs. Like, it's just... I don't know, there's got to be some... We're talking about protecting the player's head and all this type of stuff, and to allow someone that's been hit that hard... It just was not... Yeah, I don't know. Just, it, was, it seemed like it a pretty horrible, weird look for the game, horrible. yeah. yeah almost, as, almost as bad as St Kilda's kicking a goal. They should have come back on the ground. I mean, come on. Well, should have. Get back out of there. I know. No, but uh, jokes aside, like, yeah, it was pretty weird. And he could have been, oh, and ultimately um, they won the game, but had they lost? Ross Lyon won the Ross Lyon Cup, at least in the end. Was so. the Ross Lyon Cup, 71 to 66? <laughs> he won his own cup. The Saints were sharp in some respects. Sharper than last year? Well, they're applying pressure now. They're, they're playing games out. They were inaccurate again, though. So 9-12, yeah, they, they kicked 9 million behinds to 11-5. So... Yeah, they were pretty bad. They missed a, a lot like, of sitters. I a mean, bit like this, North this Melbourne, is, yeah. they don't seem to have a target they can go to in the forward half on a regular basis. Don't get me wrong; they've got some good players like Billings and um, Bruce, but too too often I remember they don't. I oh, memory as well. Sorry, uh, they all too often sorry, that okay. the, well, he's a target at least. Um, <laughs> They don't lower their eyes and take the best option or the leads aren't ideal for their runners coming forward and all that type of stuff. So they were yeah. obviously working on structures and it, it'll come to them. They're uh, very wasteful though. Very wasteful at the moment. To say the least, yeah. But uh, They butcher their chances. I've written in my notes, Saints so inaccurate, Saints butcher their chances. And then I've also written, Saints so wasteful. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a heap of notes for the game. And that's, I've written that same point basically three times. No. In and, different sections of the game. And Fremantle, I mean, was, was round one an aberration? I mean... Oh, I think so. Seriously, yeah, they, this they is should a, have torn this point. game apart. Because we did speak about this when we watched it. We thought, well, this seems bit, starting to get a bit ridiculous. Two weeks ago, they scored over 140 points. Yeah, and I'll make McCarthy look like McCartney. Mm. Now he looks like Nickelback. Nickelback, yeah, yeah. Half the man. Yeah. Anyway, and obviously um, Jesse Hogan <laughs> does not look 100% ready for football yet, so he didn't kick a goal. No. Not ideal. Brayshaw kicked, kicked two out in the falls in a row. In a row. For Freya. Uh, and then Fremantle backed it up with uh, some yeah. other player kicking a third one This was not a, a good game, yeah. <laughs> this was terrible. And that's when Ross Lyon almost we... threw a phone through a, a desk. <laughs> a window, yeah. And a window, yeah. He, he cracked it, so there was nobody standing We sat back Ross having man. a bit of a laugh. Anyway, this was not a good game, but look, Ross Lyon won the Ross Lyon Cup. Let's get excited. 
Let's get excited. Let's try and get excited. I can't. No, yeah, I both, can't. both terrible teams. No, we probably should not have even spoke about this game at all. That all, is, all the game before that. I think spend that's... some more time on one of the others. <laughs> well, it's hard because we can't balance it out. But anyway, yeah. that, that's... Geelong are going to stop playing the first or second game. We spend a lot of time on Geelong. Well, because they're, they're, fa- well, they're, they're a fascinating beautiful, side. Beautiful. They are good to watch. That's yeah. tr- It is true. They are still very good to watch. And on top of it, they are in very good form. It is. Anyway, so, so anyway, that, that is we'll round go, three. Do we run through the winners and losers? Again? Oh, Cats over the Crows. Uh, Bombrays beat the Ds. Uh, Sydney beat the Cat and Blues. Giants beat the Tiggies. Lions beat the Power. Eagles beat the Pies. The Pies. And then the, the Gold Coast snuck over the Dog Dogs. And then the old mate... Hawk Hawks. Dogs got over the old mate North, yeah. and then old mate Ross and Lyon. The beat, Ross Lyon uh, cut went to well, it Ross stays Lyon. at Ross Lyon. It stays with Ross Lyon. Yeah, at Fremantle. At Fremantle, he won. won he the, won his own. The cut. Ross Lyon Derby. Yeah, he'll be talking about it all week. He will. All right. So that's that's the round. I think that's a bit of a, a slice of where we're at in round three. Look, the, the umpiring was horrendous. Uh, I think that Lucky Neal is probably at the head of the Brownlow. Melbourne couldn't defend to save their lives. Carlton are frustrating as hell still. The Giants are going to be pretty good. Richmond look like they're probably going to be no good. And you then know, grand final rematch was another chapter. I'm I'm just excited for the next bit. Yeah. Suns actually, it's exciting. They're not a complete busted ass. It's good that at the moment, yeah. The, the two, there's the, there's the some two, good talking points. The teams at the bottom of the ladder right now. You would expect to win games, so it's not going to be a no a shit shit fight for the spoon. It's, it's not going to be rat versus rat, yeah. And that's the thing; we will start doing the the ladder reviews. Uh, I think we might even start doing it from this week to have a bit of a discussion around it because there's some pretty surprising and interesting yeah, things becomes, around the ladder. After a month, well, given there's been so many upsets, Melbourne at yeah. bottom of the ladder. I mean, who would have picked out by the end of round no, three? Exactly right. And who'd have thought um, Brisbane, Gold Coast. Would, Brisbane would be three zip? Gold Coast are ninth. They're nearly in the eight. Nearly in the eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting times. So, yeah, three or a third. Yeah, with a, with a percentage. Yeah. That's believe me. Well, because they kicked like nine million, million points. In the first yeah, round. exactly right. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Appreciate Again, it. Hops thanks to Hops to Home. Yeah, check them out. Uh, Hops to Home.com.au. AFL Deep Dive. Promo code. code. AFL Deep Dive uh, at all the socials. And you can listen to us as you are right now on your favorite station. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, your, or your old mate. Right. Uh, App. app but massive uh, thanks to Hops to Home but also please give us a rating and review on iTunes I know this is a horrible annoying thing to keep banging on about but everyone but does it everybody it's does pro- it protocol it is it, it honestly helps us get the podcast out there it's not just about so iTunes have a really funny algorithm with their podcast it's not just about the the numbers of people listening to it, it's also based on reviews. So if you could, and ratings are separately as well. So if you could rate and review us, write and tell us to get stuff, but give us five stars, that would be good. Yeah, Let's get us, the podcast out to people. Uh, 7.30 Wednesdays, old mate. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Game. Yeah, tune into Facebook, maybe at about 7.45. Probably, yeah, old mate, yeah. once he gets it all seven sorted. Although, let, let's at least get live probably done this week. So, old mate, throw us on live. Apologies for that uh, preview. It starts a bit funny. I did write in the, in the description it's going to start funny for you. I apologise for that. But 
Oh mate, throw us on live, and I, I, I thought he was—I thought he was just gesturing to get ready to go, and I was like, "Hang on, we're on, nah, we're on." So, <laughs> and we were like yelling at the screen, I'm still scratching my nose. We were like yelling at the TV. Yeah. But anyway, but hopefully, was? and hopefully, this uh, is a better format uh, moving forward that you get yeah. the uh, round review early, early, and before the next round actually starts. Well, we literally walked in from the last game into this, so we couldn't have done yeah. it any quicker without having seen. All the football. All the football. So take care. Excellent, guys. Enjoy the week. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.